Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, and that means it's time for The Art of the CEO, the show for people who enjoy the challenge of business and who want to do it a little better. I'm your host, Bart Jackson, the Hieronymus Bosch of business, and every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, The Art of the CEO streams magically through the mightily misunderstood realms of cyberspace, where you may listen and download it by visiting blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. Yes, that's blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. And we invite you to visit and explore for your benefit. And whether you are a veteran radio programmer trying to embrace the entire radio industry with your new newsletter like Tom, or a university mathematics professor trying to better the knowledge of tomorrow's educators like Charlie, we're here to bring you the sage counsel of business masters to aid your career and your ventures. Now, today's episode is entitled, The Marketing You're Missing Revealed by Lee Spenn. And <clears throat> gracing our studios to help us with, uh, is a flamboyantly and amazingly idea-rich founder of marketing mentor, Miss Lee Spenn, who has literally written the books on the subject. Yesterday, we're going to do... Uh, what we all really need to do more of. We're going to look at the very term of marketing and what it means for the professional and the small and mid-sized business company. We'll look at what you what you do do, what you should be doing, and how you should be viewing this quest of bringing more and better clients to your absolutely marvelous product. And as a surprise, a little uh, Art of the CEO exclusive, we will have Elise reveal uh, her brand new 30-minute-a-day marketing plan for 2016, and you really, you really need this pack of guidance, my friends. So let's listen to the master and learn. But before we reshape your business and have the world beating a path to your door, <laughs> let's take a minute out there to supply everyone with a few utensils for today's Feast of Wisdom. So first, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice, that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. Now, that's the most important position you'll ever hold in your career. So allow me to ask, will this be the day that you keep your head down, slowly grinding toward that competitive goal that others keep telling you is so urgently necessary? Will you think today about marching to the beat of your own drum toward those goals which put a smile on your face? The choice is truly yours. And as a second utensil, it's time to dip into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from the 101 Best Business Quips book. So let me pull it out here. Uh, here we go. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Here's one in, in honor of our guest. Marketing is the fine art of creating intense anxiety accompanied by purchasable salvation. In that order. <laughs> as an afterthought, both marketers and sales folks are always on the lookout for customer need, but sometimes the customer needs a little helping nudge to realize that craving of which he was unawares. And of course, on the buyer's caveat, it's his job to recognize that whether it's a truly revealed need or just in some enticing whimsy. And so the marketing dance goes on. And as a third utensil, uh, perhaps we should call today's utensil the, del the delightful dessert spoon. 
Right now, we will give you the answers to last week's business quotation. And today, before we leave the air, we'll give you another quotation. And if you believe you know the author of that quotation, we invite you to email us that name. Simply write it down as you believe him or her to be and send it to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you are correct, we will send you a marvelous gift, freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. So, the author of last week's quote, that is the individual who said, The dictionary is the only place where success comes before work. (laughs) I love that. Uh, These words were spoken by none other than the most hard-driving inspirer of football's greatest coach, Vince Lombardi. So, now let's dig into today's Feast of Wisdom and find out the marketing work we all need to be doing for for those succeeding successes. And let's turn to the uh, strategies and techniques to Miss Elise Benin. Elise, how are you doing today? I'm well, thank you, Bart. It's good to be here. Oh, good. I'm glad you could join us. It's uh, it's always, I always enjoy talking to you because you've always got such fresh ideas. You, you know, you really are, for me, one of the prime living examples of the self-made marketer. You, you've, got, you've done what every entrepreneur dreams of. You've brought your many skills uh, and services right to uh, the right people at the right time. But you, you have kind of a, a really wonderful tale about how, how all this got started. And I was wondering if you could share it with us because it, I think it served to serves a great lesson for a, a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Could you tell us how you got into all of this? Absolutely. So I was fired from my second job out of college, and I was really angry and decided uh-huh. I was never working for anyone again. All right. And then I had to come up with something. So Uh I looked around me, and all the people I knew in New York at the time were mostly creative people, lots of actors and musicians and dancers, and they were really disorganized. I mean, literally, Uh this is when we're, you know, before the computer, Uh and there were just people everywhere. And so... I had the idea to be what I called, and I thought I made it up at the time, a professional organizer. Because uh-huh. I was a little bit more organized than them. Yes, well, and I'm I not sure most this. people use it. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, and I just started offering my services at $15 an hour to anyone who wanted them. And little by little, people started saying yes and basically bringing me into their offices to go through their piles of papers. And again, these were all creative people, and I noticed at the bottom of everybody's pile, there was always something that had to do with marketing or self-promotion that they weren't doing. And when we got to that part in the pile, I said, you know, let's go to that uh, event that you are planning to, or let's respond to this person who's asking for more details about your work. And it just happened so consistently that little by little I evolved my services to fit what I perceived to be the real need, which was not disorganization or organization. Uh-huh. I saw that the clutter was an obstacle to marketing and self-promotion for people who don't really want to do it in the first place. Clutter is a perfect uh-huh. 
you get to the human truth of it all. But uh, I'm glad, I think we all know that there's some gold lying down at the bottom of that clutter, and you were the one who pulled it out, and I think it's interesting that it was the marketing that uh, they were ignoring. It's, that's, that's, and so meanwhile, from this has burgeoned uh, a, a rather astounding empire. Uh, could you fill us in a little bit on Marketing Mentor? You, you've got a million allies and untold services. Uh, could you give us kind of the thumbnail tour of the, the company, what you do, what you offer? Sure, and it's actually not all that complicated, and it's not all that big, but there's a lot to it, and I divide mm-hmm. it into two categories, basically. Uh-huh. There's uh-huh. the online store, which is at marketing-mentor.com, and it's my goal is for it to be the online go-to resource for creative professionals who want bigger projects and better clients. So in that store, I sell what I call marketing tools, and we're going to talk about one of them, which is the marketing plan for 2016. But I also sell uh, something called the Pick a Niche Kit that helps take you through the process of choosing a target market or a niche because I think that's really important and most people don't know how. Yeah, that's so true, yeah. So there are all sorts of marketing tools available for sale in the online store. And then the other aspect of my business is one-on-one mentoring, where I work individually with people, and I guide them through the process of using the tools, essentially putting together a marketing plan, figuring out who who their best clients are, choosing a niche, creating a website, figuring out what their content is. I take people step-by-step through that process. Oh, and it's it's one that, uh, as you say, professionals are notorious. Individual professionals are, are notoriously neglectful of. But I think all of us at at all level don't really get it, uh, or most of us really don't get marketing. It's it's probably a more used and more mis- misused and misunderstood term. Everyone is told they they need to do it, and nobody knows. They all agree, but they don't know what they should be doing. So, um, so for the small firm owner or the creative professional who's uh, marketing themselves, uh, most of the, we're out in this world of make the stuff, sell the stuff. Uh, where does the, could you define marketing and tell us where it fits in that process? Sure. Well, to me, marketing is essentially everything you do to get the word out about what you do or what you sell and to bring the customer to your door, whether proverbial or otherwise. And marketing is essentially designed to lead your best prospects directly into the selling process. So there's a difference between marketing and selling, and the marketing delivers them into your selling process. Right. I, I'm glad you make that distinction. There's so many businesses, large companies, that have marketing and sales in this sort of giant lump, and they are two entirely different endeavors, and I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, you know, one of the, the, the greatest and uh, most neglected marketing opportunities uh, when you were talking about getting the word out is something you do so well. So I was wondering if you could 
could help us with that. You have this art of very casually but purposefully spreading the word about your company to strangers, to other business folks, and everyone. And a lot of people, unlike my wife's husband, are really rather shy about this. So you got an example of how I could sort of tastefully bring up my company uh, and effectively uh, without a whole lot of braggadocio. Give us an example of how you might do it. Well, I do think it's true that a lot of people associate self-promotion with bragging. And, of course, bragging is the worst thing you could possibly do if you're trying to promote yourself. And I think that's how a lot of people are turned off. But mm. and especially turned off from marketing themselves because they see other people bragging and they think, well, if that's marketing, I'm not doing it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, okay. But <clears throat> there are many yeah. other ways to market one's services and products, and right. I think networking actually in person, in real time, but also online. But in person, mm-hmm. in real time, networking is the most effective marketing tool, the best use of your time. And when you're doing this networking, which, again, many people don't like, the word itself has a bad rap. A lot of people say, I'm shy, so I can't possibly do networking. But the reality of what networking is, in my opinion, is essentially eliciting from people what their problems are and then responding with ideas and solutions in a friendly way, whether you are the solution or your business or your product or service is the solution or someone you know is the solution. But if you're in response mode, then you're probably not going to be bragging. You're going to be focused on what the other person needs and how you can serve them. Ah, yeah, you know, this is so true. It's a very human aspect, the way you bring it out, and I really like that. You know, if if I was having trouble with my car, and you came by and you had an idea, you, you, you'd offer it and freely, and, and you wouldn't be embarrassed about it at all. And somehow, that's that's sort of a, a, analogous to what you're saying. You you find out when, when someone needs a hand, and you're offering it, right? I mean, is that... Yes, and I think the problem is that people get very self-centered, they get very self-conscious, and they forget that there's another person there who has a need that they could probably help with, and they're mostly thinking about what am I going to say, how are they going to hear it, what is it going to sound like, what are they going to think of me, but if if it's possible to put all of that out of your mind, then you can actually Mm -hmm. do the real thing called networking. Right. I'm glad you said that. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, Elise has just given us a timeless truth, and that is that when you are networking or talking to another person, there is someone else in the room, and that's where your focus should be, not on your pitch. I'm so glad you said that, so I'd like you to take everyone to take their pens, dip it in the inkwells, and jot that down and remember it. Um, You know, I... And I think you're talking about, you know, concentrating on the customer. And I know we all want to be customer-centric. But, you know, if I, in, when it comes to being a service, that's, I think that's a little harder to do that. I mean, say I'm a consultant. Let's say I'm an HR, human resources consultant. How, how am I going to test my service or adjust it to see if it's really fitting some customer need? Is, is there some sort of good process for this? 
Well, practice makes perfect. Mm-hmm. And so what I always advise my clients, especially people who are just starting out or transitioning from a full-time job into a freelance or independent contractor type of practice, is yeah. don't go directly for your dream clients. Start with uh-huh. practice prospects and practice clients, people uh-huh. on whom you can learn, people who you don't mind making mistakes on because, indeed, you will make mistakes. And just see it that way. See everything as an experiment. See everything as the opportunity to learn from and do better the next time. Okay. I'm glad. That's that's really good. I like that idea. You... Uh don't do your 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 novice initiate with your most valuable potential. Uh, good, it's very good. Now let's uh, let's get to it. Let's treat the folks to the grand unveiling, ladies and gentlemen. Elise uh, has, with her own experience and the aid of scores uh, of experts, brought uh, the individual creative professional and small and mid-sized business leader. Uh, a really encyclopedia, but amazingly usable marketing plan entitled the 2016 30-Minute-A-Day Marketing Plan. Elise, could you give us the full title uh, and tell us for whom you developed the plan and why? Yes, so it's called the 30 Minutes a day Marketing Plan for Creative Professionals. Mm-hmm. And it it really can be used by anyone who's marketing a service. It's not geared toward people marketing products, although some of the ideas right. will definitely transfer. But it's geared yeah. toward uh, people okay. marketing services. And uh, it's especially for creative professionals and the examples that I use, and there are many, many examples of people practicing what I'm actually preaching, and those examples are designers, web designers, copywriters, photographers, other consultants, etc. I see. Okay. And well, the, main think... idea, the main idea of the plan is that uh, if you do something every day, to market your business, it will naturally, organically grow. There's no magic involved. There's no special tools. I sometimes even say it doesn't matter what you do. Just do something, and the universe will take care of the rest. Oh, I'm glad you put that. I think there is a great temptation for us all to fall into the idea of of, um, working on the product or the service and just neglecting the marketing and no great uh, novel has ever been sold that is a manuscript sitting in anyone's drawer and so I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did that I'm, I'm glad that you've got as you say some a plan that says do something that gets people in the mindset and in the motion ladies and gentlemen you are listening to the art of the ceo radio show streaming live from blog talk radio and we have come uh so swiftly to the midpoint of today's feast so why don't we take a few moments for a brief survey and it is time for me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we are here today and that firm is Prometheus Publishing, creator of, among several other divisions, Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides. And you may visit bartsbooks.com, 
and explore a wide wealth of really practical wisdom from from many business masters. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And today, Prometheus Publishing invites you to come visit their bookstore and take a look at the ever-topical book, Behind Every Successful Woman is Herself. Now, this volume uh, takes the really the contributed wisdom of nearly 100 women and men, including Elise, from all fields of endeavor, and it guides you through, well, an experiential insight from the first day of your career, taking right on up to taking your seat in the boardroom and launching your own firm. And I'll, I'll, t- I'll just give you the best endorsement I ever had for this book. I was at a book fair, and the book was there, and this research scientist picks it up. She browses through it and says, boy, do I really need a book like this? <laughs> so I bet you all could benefit from a copy. So visit BartsBooks.com, and while you're there, why not click on the little blue mailbox and alakazam you will receive a business quip just like the one we gave earlier on the show every week with a little thought to ponder and it comes winging your way right through your cyber portal into your funny bone uh it's all free and why not have it after all it's time to laugh ladies and gentlemen and all of us awaiting the holiday countdown and reveling in the joy of yuletide we're back with elise benin and found, who is the founder of Marketing Mentor and author of this exciting new package of programs, a 30-minute-a-day marketing plan, and it's probably the best gift you can give yourself this year. So, now, Elise, I know that uh, when you when you put this together, um, it you sort of take the owner uh, through, I've, I've, as I've been looking at it, you take them from sort of the original mindset, task and action and monitoring steps, but you've even got some other things. You've got some videos and podcasts as learning tools. Uh, you, you've kind of given us a general outline. Could you tell us uh, what are some of the special uh, adjuncts that you've put in there? Tell us a little bit about them. Well, I think the structure of it the flexibility of it is one of the things that makes it this one the most useful because I do create a new plan every year and I try to simplify it every year, make it more simple than the year before. And this one is organized into four different what I call stages because the thing is that people always ask me, what marketing tool should I be using? And I can't answer that question unless I know what they're trying to accomplish and what their goals are. So Mm -hmm. I've organized the plan into four stages where, depending on which stage you're in, it tells you which marketing tools you should be using or could be using. And then gives examples, you know, both as links or videos or podcasts and transcripts of podcasts. So you really get kind of a a balance of inspiration because you see people doing it and succeeding at it and Uh practical uh tools that allows you to take the next step. That's my goal. Oh, okay. Well, it's from from everything I've seen. You really really set the people on the feet and make them want to move. And I think it's a great plan, and I think it's something that uh, I, I really heartily recommend to all the folks out there. And I, you had a lot of other people. You have this whole army of, of supporters and who feed you ideas, I know. Um, was uh, 
you had uh, several of them. Was there any particular facet or, or idea that, that one of your uh, many helpers and contributors uh, gave gave to the plan? Sure, um, and I do have a lot of contributors. I think there are 16 or 17 of them. Uh, one <laughs> is Ed Gandia of the International uh-huh. Freelancers Academy, and he and I had a conversation about what to do when a prospect goes silent. In other words, stop uh-huh. responding. And uh, so we did a podcast, and the transcript of that podcast and the recording as well are part of the plan. And we basically gave lots of examples of what you can do, what you can say, how to try to get them to respond, and if they don't, Mm. what kind of mind shift you have to work on yourself to get over it and move on and understand, you know, how the world works, basically. So probably writing him a letter cursing him out and saying, I'll never speak to anyone of your kind again, that's probably not one of the, the primary options? No, it is not. Oh, okay. I guess <laughs> uh, I, I think we've all been. That may be your first instinct, but uh, probably want to avoid. I'd like to stray uh, away from from the plan for a moment into something that I know is one of your specialty fields, you, and that's pricing. You give a lot of business people a lot of help on this, and so if if you don't mind, Lisa, what I'd like to do is I'd like to give you one one little marketing pricing test that I encountered when I was uh, writing the the uh, New Jersey wineries guide. Uh, and let's say you are a winery and most of your stock is sold right out of your sh- the shop in your vineyard. And you have a tasting room where people come in, they taste, they smile, and hopefully they walk out with a few bottles as your goal. So here's my question. Do I charge for tasting, say, I don't know, $6 to uh, sample eight wines, uh, or will that blunt the customer's urge to buy? I mean, instead of should I make the tastings free and build up sort of a sense of obligation to my bottles, or what? What's your thought on that? Well, I think that this technique can be used in a couple of different scenarios, but the idea huh. of offering something for free in exchange for not for nothing, but in exchange for contact information and permission to keep in touch with them and market on a regular basis. So I would go for the free wine tasting as long as you know who's drinking your wine and you can sell to them afterwards. That's clever. I like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, Now, um, you also have, uh, I, I don't mean to give away the whole book, but you, you have this marvelous book, The Designer's Guide to, to Marketing and Pricing. Uh, and for the for the individual, still sticking with pricing, for who's offering a service, as you say, and what are two or three quick pricing considerations when I'm, I'm trying to give a, give a good price or fee to my services? So you got one or two of those? Yes. Well, um, one of the things I've been thinking about lately is the idea, and often I hear this from people, why won't my clients pay what I'm worth? (laughs) And the problem with that is usually it's not a a pricing problem, it's a marketing problem, and usually the people they're talking to are the wrong people who just can't pay what they want to charge. It has nothing to do with what they're worth. 
They just can't mm-hmm. pay it. Sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been developing a new um, approach, essentially, if you will, uh-huh. to pricing, and there are three steps. So I'll just outline the three steps. Sure. Very sure. The first one is that you need to know what you must charge. You need to know what you need to bring in on a monthly and annual basis. You need to know how that breaks out in terms of the kind of work that you do or the types of projects that you do and for whom so that you have your bottom line, your floor, if you will. Number two is you have to find out what the market can pay. And so that involves talking to other people, talking to your prospects, throwing numbers out, seeing what kind of reaction you get, and even proposing different kind of pricing scenarios or pricing packages. But this you cannot do in a vacuum. Once you've established your floor, then you go out into the world and find out what the market can pay. And then the third step is just coming to terms to an agreement with a particular client based on what they can pay and what you need to bring in. And hopefully there's a number in the middle where you can both agree. And if not, it's not Uh, a good client for you. All right. Good for you. Thank you very much. This, I think... I hope everyone's taking that down because it's just it, there's a great logic to it. It's it's simplistic, but it, it, each element is vital. Elise, uh, just finally before we we go, uh, we'll have to be back again. We're we're running out of time. What uh, again? Once more, if I'm seeking individual marketing counseling, or I want to get a look at at some of uh, your several products and packages, how do I get in touch with you? The web address is marketing-mentor.com, and the best thing to do is to sign up for my quick tips from Marketing Mentor, which is found all over my website, but especially in the footer. You can sign up for that there. Okay. Elise, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I wish you a really great holiday. I hope all goes well, and uh, I hope a lot of people <laughs> take the, the, the grand advice you've been offering. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, as we round out today's show, uh, let me leave you with today's business quotation. And I was going to have this one uh, that I had picked out originally. It says, uh, as an advice to big business, don't buy the patent, hire the guy who got it. That was from Martin Fisher. But I think more in keeping with the season, Today's quotation, who is the person who said, Merry Christmas and God bless us, everyone? And hint, just look at the Christmas Carol. Now, uh, if you remember, if you know that author, just send that right on to info at bartsbooks.com and you will win an absolutely astounding, life-changing gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And finally, as a parting shot, Uh, In the words of my wife's husband, my wish for all of you is that your own business career frequently holds the same episodes of anticipation and delight you held as a child on Christmas morning. So to all my faithful listeners, I hope you've enjoyed The Art of the CEO as much as Elise and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember that you may download this and all our episodes at blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. And next week, do tune in to Blog Talk Radio 
www.facebook.com/theartofthecto uh, to catch Mr. Gary Douglas, a great business sage of our age who preaches the gospel of practical benevolent capitalism. And Gary will place back in your own hands ways that we as men and women of business may make our choices a little better in finding fulfillment and just plain fun in our workday lives. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you. <laughs>